one final bloody time. Let's go, guys and girls. This is officially the final groove. So whatever you're doing right now, get off your butt and groove. I was about to say get off your feet, but get onto <laughs> your feet. Let's go. Not yet, though. Ooh. Go on. Get up. You know you want to. It's the final groove. Let's fucking go. Welcome to the final ever episode of the Luke Kijel Hour, also known once upon a time as Memoirs of a White Guy. This is the end. If you missed last week's episode, Fuck, well, you've missed a bloody bombshell. You're probably like, oh, imagine if you missed last week's episode and you were just like dipping in. I wonder what Luke's been up to. You're like, Jesus Christ. It's going to come as a What shot. happened? Um, the short story is we are starting Luke and Meg as a full-time podcast, either later in the year or early next year. And uh, this one has uh, has had its time in the sun. And, and I've gotten no tan in that time. Um, I'm still very much a white boy. Uh, who started this podcast five years ago now. I started this in 2016. Now Reese has come on board. He's helping me out. I did 140 episodes by myself. Think about that. Just like editing it, uploading it. Yeah. Oh, God. what I'm a hero. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so today is going to be a little bit of uh, a little bit of a nostalgia trip for me and some of you listeners, whether you've come into the podcast recently um, maybe we'll have to back explain some things we're going to talk about. Uh, but for old listeners, this is the episode for you. Uh, I think there are some people who have never missed an episode of this podcast, which is crazy because this is episode 213, which is actually means we've done 212 episodes of the podcast because we never did episode 100, which was supposed to feature Osher Ginsburg. Uh, there was a scheduling error. I actually had him booked in. And then since then, uh, our Luke and Lewis audience has well and truly soured the relationship. Uh, and with Osha, I love Osh personally, huge Bachelor fan. Um, I remember the, the, the fan base did ask for, for forgiveness. Yes, we asked for forgiveness. Uh, Osha, I don't think took too kindly to that. I think he saw it more as harassment, which is fair. Uh, I thought it was positive harassment, but harassment is harassment. And um, look, I th- I'm not sure where Osha and I stand now. I hope I have a positive standing with Osha because I have a lot of mutual respect for him. I personally think he vaguely knows who I am and thinks I'm a douchebag. And you can't blame him for that. And I'd almost agree. Um, he's actually, fuck, he's pretty much nailed my character right there <laughs> to a T. <laughs> um so yeah, this is the final episode uh, of this podcast in its in the current format, solo, uh, just my podcast, and soon it will become Luke and Meg, which is the current Patreon podcast. And if you, so there will be a bit of a break between the two. But guys, just I shouldn't even be bloody telling you this, but <sighs> there is weekly episodes of Luke and Meg going up on Patreon every single week. 
uh, if you want to keep in touch with what we've been up to uh, in the break between when Luke and Meg starts publicly. Then after that, we'll be doing one week, uh, sorry, one podcast a week and then one extra podcast a week on Patreon as well. Uh, if you want to get on board that and uh, join the Patreon early, it is currently the Luke and Meg Patreon. And uh, yeah, 250 people are on it now, which is very cool. And that helps pay for Reese. Uh, Reese is thrilled about that. Whenever Ooh. he sees new Patreon, he's like, <laughs> Ooh, maybe a pay rise. And I say, how dare you? And I just go get back to work. Um, and that's the kind of fun workplace we have here. Um, so yeah, Reese, you joined this podcast episode 140. No, that's when you edited. That's when I started editing episode 142, I believe, was the first one. That was around the time when um, we were having the bushfires. Yeah, right. See, that's the cool thing about this podcast is I was looking, uh, I was going back through the titles because we asked people in the Discord, um, due to a, uh, the, a brand deal mix-up uh, from the last episode, we couldn't actually release the last episode after seeing your feedback from it. So I still don't know if people are happy or not with this decision. Uh, so I currently, I'm, we're recording this a couple of days after I recorded that uh, because I'm off to Perth for a holiday and uh, I need time off. So we're getting everything done before I go. Uh, so the, you, are, you guys won't be hearing this for another week and a half, I believe, from when we're recording this. So I have no idea if people are furious at me, but I'll be in Perth on a beach with a beer in my hand. So the chances of me giving a fuck are pretty, pretty low. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> So, uh, please leave all complaints uh, in reception and they may be ignored when I get back. Uh, but no, I hope people are excited for Luke and Meg. That's the main thing. And um, yeah, I was going through the episodes, uh, just kind of people were like, oh, you should, uh, we, we want to hear what your favorite episodes are and what your favorite moments are. That's what people asked in the Discord. Um, and I was going through the episode titles and can I just say, I'm fucking hilarious. There's one episode that I completely forgot about. It's just titled Teaching Dogs How to Shaka. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was talking about. <laughs> but I assume at one point that week, someone or I tried to teach a dog how to pop a shack. I'm not sure how that would work. They have paws. <laughs> Ambitious. Um, dude, some of these titles, uh, Chapter 21 came in quite hard. Uh, You're not a celebrity. Get out of here. Uh, really sending a message to probably when I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, first came on our TV screens four years ago. Um, this one, chapter 23. I'll, I'll just read some of my highlight titles. Um, I think I remember this episode, Come Stained Nightclubs. Um, just, I think you I was go saying... To a cum you go to nightclub? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You know those filthy nightclubs where if you got a blue light over that shit, you'd be absolutely yeah. horrified? Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. But they're also selling like, you know, $4.50 basics on a Thursday. So you're like, well, it's student night. I'll stay. Um, and that's, I think that was the first form of investing before I even knew what yeah. I was doing. I didn't even know that I've actually been investing. You would eventually go on this journey. I know. A journey of self-discovery uh, of uh, how much my liver can take. And the, the conclusion of that is a fair bit uh, on this tour. Still going strong. Um... It's so weird just having like this weird chapter of your life. Like even still, like there's ep old episodes I did with like my ex-girlfriend, Emily, which is, very, you know, it's so strange to go back and look at how different my life is now. Chapter 35 was called You Don't Own Me, which, so I did this podcast 35 weeks before anyone knew who the fuck I was. <laughs> 
<laughs> Which is very obnoxious and very white guy of me to be like, haven't done anything of significance yet. I need a podcast because my friend Lewis has one and I think that's a good idea. And I was right. I mean, people liked it. Man, these episodes, some of these views are pretty low. This is very cool how much it's grown. Um, oh, near-death experience was chapter 37. I must have died, uh, but I'm here now, so that's good. Um, and I, I would say one of my highlights was this was, I don't think you ever listened to this era of the show, Reese, but back in the day, my podcast was pretty much known for fat bird hunting for the first hundred episodes. Yes, I, do, I, was, I do know about this. Yes. I was Australia's, uh, premier fat bird hunter, a fat bird enthusiast, because one time I saw a bird that had so much girth that it fell off. Uh, I'll never forget it. It fell off a pole. At my old workplace, because I oh, do. When I used to do this podcast, I still had a job mm. for uh, for probably the first hundred episodes of this. Was podcast. this the golf course? Yeah, because it's pretty much everything before radio. I guess we'll get to the point where I get on radio. I think I worked at the golf club for majority of the first hundred episodes, uh, which is pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, I saw a f- bird that was so fat that it couldn't even fly, and I remember laughing audibly at this pigeon. And then I think, uh, for some reason, Peter Pigeon became a character of the show. And we actually went out to... This was episode 50. Let's find it. Um, Chapter 43 was called Live Bird Watching Podcast. And it was me and Lewis. And it was the first thing Luke and Lewis ever did together. Like, I guess, audio that's somewhat similar to the show we do now. Is uh, we went out to the Yarra in Melbourne, the river... And 50 people showed up and I didn't know if anyone was going to show up. We were catching the train into the city to do a podcast where we were looking for a bird named Peter Pigeon that was just, we knew was in Melbourne, but obviously there's a lot of pigeons in Melbourne. It's a big city, a lot of birds, um, hard to check all of them. We'd heard rumors uh, that he was down there. Um, We assembled a task force. You know, people still come to my show. It's the coolest shit ever with the EBWTF hats. The Elite Bird Watching Task Force. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, and they were just handmade hats with Sharpie on them that oh. said EBWT. <laughs> <laughs> and people still wear them to shows who were part of... There was like eight people. and I was Daddy cool. OGs. Yeah. It's cool that some of those people still come to the shows. Yeah, that we had like a person who was... Uh, he was a guy who put on uh, a bird mask and dressed up as a sexy bird to try and lure Peter oh, okay, in. Yeah. Uh, he twerked on the wombat statue uh, <laughs> while everyone sang horses, and I forget why. <laughs> but I have this video on my camera roll of me and 50 people standing around a wombat and this bird seed on the top. There's one guy who's just <laughs> listens to my podcast in a bird suit with a pink scarf twerking, and there's like 50 people like, that's the way it's going to be. Walking, people walking past must be like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> 100% so good um, so that was that was a very fun memory and even the guests we've had over the years like had chapter 40 I think before they even got super big online we had Fairbarn Films Jackson and Lachlan on before they even blew up uh, online That I think that would be a cool episode of your fans of them to go back and listen to had Frenchie on very early Lewis um, and Yeah, uh, a common theme that's happened throughout this podcast over the years, and I think it started here, Chapter 30, was uh, was, uh, very uh, creatively titled, Lady Boys on the Gold Coast. (laughs) 
And boy, oh boy, some of this podcast has not aged that well over the years. Just quickly, uh, just quickly back on the uh, guests. How about the first mm. guest ever of the podcast, Jared Clifford? Jared Clifford, who is now a Paralympian, and in that episode said he wanted to be a Paralympian. He has since come back on the show since then uh, and has become... Since then, uh, do we ever talk about it? He got the shout-out from Dan Andrews. I think you might have mentioned remember- it on Luke. Yeah, yeah, I remember that happening, yeah. We did mention it? Oh, I, I think, think you mentioned, mentioned it on Luke, Luke and Lewis. I think he might have mentioned yeah. it on. Daniel Andrews gave um, Jared Clifford the big shout-out after he won the um, silver. In, at the Paralympics a few weeks ago, which was pretty cool. Um, getting around a, a fellow Victorian there, uh, a.k.a. really clutching for any good news <laughs> at the moment. Uh, oh, a good news story that's not about COVID. Chuck that up on me feed. But, um, man, I remember that. Mayweather versus McGregor was the big talking point four years ago. Uh, World War Three was one episode. I don't remember that. Although I feel like we're nearing that. That might be the first episode of Luke and Meg. Oh, yeah, especially the way things are going in Melbourne. Oh, <laughs> not, yeah, far, not far off it. It's the apocalypse dude, here. We were recording this about a week and a half ago, and it's just got bad today. Like, we thought there was an earthquake this morning. There was so an earthquake this, this morning, yep. We're recording this on Earthquake Day, if you cast your minds back a couple of weeks. Uh, and I woke up this morning, and I think it was a six on the Richter scale, but it was easily at 8.5 on the who gives a fuck, don't post it on your Instagram story scale. Mm. I woke up to about 45 Instagram stories <laughs> of people going, did you feel it? Did anyone else feel that in <laughs> Melbourne? Just wait 10 minutes, then Google it. All right? Oh, sorry. Duck, duck, go it. I forgot what Ooh. podcast I was on. Um, we don't use the G word here. Um, I did it. So one thing I, a lot of people, this was probably the most requested thing in the discord to bring back. And it's something that I think had slipped my mind for many years. The first ever running segment on this show race was the fun fact. Yeah. And episode 54 um, was called end of the world. Oh, history has repeated itself. (laughs) (laughs) It was called end of the world plus fun factathon. And I did five minutes straight, I think, of just pure fun facts in a row. Um, it was essentially where I'd read a very fun, very informative, but mainly fun fact. Um, for example, uh, some of them were might have been famine-related. Um, what are the fun topics? Uh, I think there was a couple of perhaps Holocaust facts or something like that. Just like stuff that like, because, you know, this is an escape for people, these podcasts. I understand that. And at the time, I think it was just um, something to kind of put a smile on your dial before you go about your day. Um, and I did stop doing that segment for obvious reasons once I got a job on radio. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but I, I no longer work on radio. So, guys, it's time to uh, bring back the fun fact for a one-off time. Now, I, I'll be honest, and I'm sorry if I butcher it. I, I haven't gone back and listened to how the segment used to be done. I'm doing this purely off memory of the fun fact. So, have you got the fun fact on ready there, Reese, in post-production? Yes. Yeah, you've got it ready. Great. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I think I just read the fact and then okay no I'll do it okay <clears throat> hey guys uh, I think that was a big build up from memory I used to be like all right today's fun fact very fun uh, this one I actually well, actually I had a 
had a bit of a chuckle at. This is how fun it was. Every year, thousands of children write to Santa Claus. One of the most requested things children ask for on their Christmas list is a dad. (laughs) (laughs) See? That's a pretty fun fact. (laughs) Sound the fun fact horn. (laughs) There we go. Bit of fun. Bit of bit of bloody fun. And Reese? Yeah. That over four years of content was the most requested thing. <laughs> <laughs> to bring back. <laughs> to bring back. I was like, out of anything I've done over the years, what do you guys want to hear? And they were like, we want fun facts. And there you got one. That was a bloody ripper. Oh, man. Oh, that's fucking barrel of laughs. So, um... Uh, man, do some of these titles just really take me back? Uh, My Little Bronies versus Luke. I think at one point I picked beef with the My Little Pony fan base. I forget why. I was clearly wronged by a brony. <laughs> um, being fat shamed in New Zealand. I don't remember that, but sounds traumatizing. Um, there was the day I walked to work on the radio station and I recorded an episode of this podcast. Okay, so I was on radio. Oh, chapter 55 was how I got a radio show. <laughs> okay, so I must have got on radio then. Uh, this one's really throwing shade, and it's also why I've never been invited back. You know, in, so this was released... When was this released? 2017, I think. 2017, I released a video called uh, VidCon Sucked. <laughs> and then 2018, I was like, well, how come I didn't get invited back? Um, that's probably why. Chapter 60... Uh, I think this is probably the first adaptation of Unpopular Opinions before it actually started because it's titled Eating Twisties and Milk, which sounds horrific. That does. So I think that was when we started doing bad food food combinations. There was the Cheeky Muffin Revolution. Uh, Do you remember that when all the The muffins were around? Yeah, that was so bloody cheeky. You got to give him a bloody slap. I still have on my website. I'll never take it off. Is like I have a tab, and Reese has made a new website. This is hilarious. So, ever since my first website in 2017, when I did that first you don't know me tour, my friend Stefan and I made this website. And because at the time I didn't have anything going, so I was like, had podcast, had contact, but no one used to fucking contact me. It was just there, right? And then I had home tour. And then I didn't even have merch at the time, really. And then I had me holding muffins. And it was just a picture of me and the Grampians one day when I was having a, a bake-off with my friend Dean. Uh, and it was just like a sick bake-off, just a bit of a muff sesh. And I, <laughs> Reese and Jack uh, have been making my new website when I've been away. And I get this call from my brother and he goes, hey, I'm just on the Zoom with Reese. Um, we're getting rid of the, uh, the, the muffins <laughs> tab, aren't we? And I just go, under no circumstances <laughs> are you getting rid of the muffin staff? And he goes, but Reese has to like code it and it's like, it's going to be like, I'm like, get him to do it right now. And no, I pretty forced, much did. <laughs> yeah, and I forced Reese to, to put it in. So go visit it. Show it some respect. Um, Jesus, what was this about? Prostitutes in the army. I don't know. Savoy's versus Jats, vaping Viagra. What about chapter 68? I think I'm dying. 
probably a little bit overdramatic. <laughs> I think I'm dying. Like, people are going to have to remind me. Like, I don't fucking remember what this is. It was clearly I was upset about something. <laughs> no, that's not even better. Chapter 70, shot in the dick at paintball. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> that was when I had my 8th or like my 19th or 20th birthday, maybe. I was probably 20th, maybe. And, um, yeah, we all went to paintball, and I copped one right on the tip of the cock, and it was painful. I really didn't used to muck around with my titles. Like, now we try and go for, like, the most engaging title. I don't know why. I think we should go back to just titles, like, (laughs) shot in the dick at paintball. (laughs) Because that's, like, that's good. I think for Luke and Meg, we need to start doing these blunt titles again. The first episode... It was the most lucidual thing ever. It's just called The Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and chapter three is called Being Hated by Bogans, which has never changed over five years. Um, yeah, right. And I think I had a pretty early on beef with the Apple Store Yeah, That's during continued. this podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, meeting Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is very... Um, that was clickbait because I got punched in the chest by his security guard. Uh, that one. Um, I'm going blind. <laughs> Probably a bit dramatic. I think that was after I had my eye surgery. Um, I went to prison. That was clickbait. I think I just went to the Frio uh, prison as a tourist one time. In Perth. <laughs> and here, chapter, 60, um, chapter 69, I believe this is a big sort of arc back in the day you had, was 50 cents for source is a crime. Yes, that was, we created the free source map. That was actually a huge era of the podcast where we would, as a community, we started a war and started boycotting places that charge for source. Unfortunately, as time's gone on, that has sadly become almost expected and a norm in a lot of places. Uh, I still think it's a crime, but at this point, you can't boycott places that do that anymore. Otherwise, you won't eat. It's like if you and a pie expect to play twenty cents, mate. There was a place in um, this I was fucking ropeable about. Where were we? It was would have been near Bundaberg, I think. Um, and because Sammy, who was opening for my tour, uh, is Muslim, we uh ate a lot of seafood on that Queens leg of the tour. Uh, Queensland, I can't even talk. Queensland leg of the tour. Um, and that sounded like I did a tour all the way down Elizabeth's mm. leg. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just started off at her thigh and ended up at her ankle. It was a great tour. That sounded like I went down on the Queen. <sighs> no comment. <laughs> I don't want to commit treason. Um, so, uh, yeah, we ate at a seafood restaurant one day. Get this, Reese. I don't want. I don't want to even say it. You'll you'll throw up. Have you got a bucket there? Uh, yep. Good. 80 cents for tartare sauce. Ooh. For a satchel. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fair enough. You're right Right to be spewing. I'm sorry if you were eating then and you were disgusted. But, uh, yeah, that fucking... I thought about that for a week afterwards. I can't believe I forgot to bring that up on the show. That was disgusting. Um, there was the time I met Amy Shark. That was pretty cool. Um, chapter 96, uh, Mediocre Dick Energy. Because at the time, uh, big dick energy was like the new big phrase. And I think I was realized at the time that I didn't have that. I was being, I was, I'm a realist. And you know what? I think you, no matter if you've disagreed with some of the stuff I've said over the years, you've got to respect my honesty. 
You know, not every comedian will release something, a body of work called mediocre dick energy, but that's pretty much me in a nutshell. That should be my, that should be written on my gravestone. Medium cock, good bloke. Um, it's bachelor week. I got an Osher cut. Uh, and then obviously there was, I have big news was me announcing. Um, and then. One, and then we skipped an episode. It goes from 99 to 101. And 101's just called What Went Wrong. <laughs> um, oh, this one was one of my favorites, actually. Just going through it. Uh, guys, I'm not drunk. I'm just a moron. Uh, I'm, I still get this to this day. People think I am drunk when I'm not all the time. Because I'm just like an idiot. You know, have more respect. Just... Just realize that I'm a dickhead. Instead, you don't have to be drunk to have a personality. I mean, I'm often both, but back in the day, I didn't used to probably drink as much. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was probably episodes of this podcast where I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm. I like to keep it pretty sober." Um, <laughs> and now we've ended on like this giant arc of guys sending the best beer deals <laughs> all around the country. <laughs> that is what five years of being a touring comedian does. Um, and also, I think I like the beers and stuff just became like more of a social thing because like, because yeah, life gets so busy. Like, you know, when you hang out with your mates, you're like, oh fuck, like we just want like a beer. <laughs> you know, back in the day, I used to like go to school with my friends. There was no reason to do that. Yeah, I've seen them every now, day, yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those things where now it's probably a bit more social. Um, uh, no Nut November. I think I was trashing people who did No Nut. Oh, this was when I feel like the podcast... I went through a real hot patch here with names and titles, right? And this was, I feel like, where you started listening as a fan, I think. Um, it was it was when I came back. I think I had a brief uh, hiatus from it. And it's called Australia's... Uh, so, Chapter 112 was Australia's widest podcast is back. And then Chapter 13 is called At War at Optus. At War with Optus. And I remember that, dude. I called Optus and they left me on hold and I was calling it back. It was fucked. Um, then Egg Boy, You're My Hero was the episode where I got featured on the project um, for seven seconds, which is easily the most embarrassing seven seconds of my career to be affiliated with that uh, television show. Um, but yeah, I remember that night, a bunch of people would... I was surprised actually, and it was o- only on Facebook people messaged me about it. Do you know yeah, how you I got guess- that clip got picked up for it? I, I have a few friends who... who- like work for the show, like a few comedian friends who write for it. I think they must have seen it on my social media and needed a clip and been like, oh, wait, I think I saw something the other day. I think that's what it was. I think it was just me going, egg boy, you're my hero. And then a bunch of people, because at the time that was like really de- like divisive. Like I remember, yeah, I remember yeah. some people were like, he's a fucking idiot. And other people were like, no, nah, he's a legend. I think I, from memory, it was very much taken out of context. I think in that episode, I was just, I was, made some dumb point about chickens like I, I i from memory i wasn't actually talking about the issue and but yeah now that dude's fucking will Con- what's his name will will connell he came to lewis's show this year i i saw that photo yeah yeah that's funny um yeah he's like he got cancelled when i was in quarantine I mean, yeah he did he did people. yeah you can't get cancelled people he got cancelled i'm like yeah people are angry at him for a week and then they forgot because the world's on fire and nothing matters. So who cares? That's the thing. I remember that was hilarious after the BTS thing on Luke and Lewis. 
um, this girl messaged me really politely that she was like, she was so polite about it. Like the other girls were like telling me to kill myself. But this one girl was like, hey, sorry, Luke, I saw you posted today. Um, I just wanted to remind you that, sorry, but I don't know if you're aware, you've actually been canceled. And I'm I was sorry, like, oh, oh no, I, I wasn't aware. I'm so sorry. I'll stop posting. Um, <laughs> it was very cute. Um, oh, I've really changed my tune on this one. Episode 120 was when I went on a rant. I think when Endgame came out, it was called Why I Don't Like the Avengers. I've fucking 180 flipped on that and absolutely frothed the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, during 2020, I watched them all during lockdown. And when you watch them in order, it's good. You got to admit, and there's a there's a clip on the um podcast clip channel about you discussing if the Avengers had an orgy, you and Meg. Yes, uh, it, it was the hypothetical of uh, what would happen if all the Avengers got together and started doing roots, and that's what you're missing out over on the Patreon, guys. A lot of quality content, uh, and that's weekly now on Luke and Meg. Um, and dude, like, you, I don't know what I was thinking. You know what? At the time, I think I was beefing around the hype. Uh, of the Avengers as opposed to I don't think I've actually seen the films because how can you deny after Endgame like the end of Endgame when they come through the portal I've never been that moist while watching a film it's incredible um, this one Lil Wayne ruined my favourite band it was oh, when yeah, Lil Wayne did one, yeah. that song with Blink-182 yeah. and you know what two years on I'm still fucking rope oh, yeah. about that I'm not happy at all um this is actually so weird. Uh, this see, another trend. The Gold Coast gets mentioned a lot on this podcast. Uh, this episode was called Nutsacks on the Gold Coast. <laughs> Don't remember that. I must have seen a, seen a stray nut. You didn't um, bring these titles back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> these titles are great. Um, <laughs> blow Up Dolls in Hobart was when I did that show to 45 people and there was a sex doll in the front row of my Hobart show and... It was from a, the Nan's 80th uh, birthday party, which was so... what That was one of the weirdest shows I've ever done. So it was like 15 minutes out of Hobart in a place called Berrydale. And it wasn't even in Hobart. And 45 people came, which was one of the smallest shows I'd done probably at that time. And the rooms were divided by like two... So, so usually rooms, and I don't know, like maybe... If, say Reese just pans around his room and if I pan around mine at the moment, right? You see that usually rooms are divided by walls, like plaster and, and structure. This room was divided by a curtain between the bistro of the pub and the room that I was doing my show in. The oh, room. yeah, I guess you, yeah. And there was a Nan's 80th happening. Uh, not my Nan, but a random Nan, right? Her 80th was happening and for some reason, they sang happy birthday to her every 10 minutes because she probably had fucking dementia or something like that. And I'd have to stop my show every 10 minutes to, and then the whole crowd would just have to join in because the whole bistro was like, happy birthday. And I'd be halfway through a joke and just be like, sorry, happy <laughs> birthday to you. And by the end, our show was going nuts, whatever we like did hip. I was like, hip, hip. And then the whole bistro was like, hooray. <laughs> it was pretty funny. And then uh, for some reason, they had a sex doll at her 80th and then it made its way into Ooh. my crowd. And <laughs> made that its was way. Easily, yeah, it was just in my crowd. But it was good to have more numbers in the room, to be honest. Um, and then 
Uh, hang on, I've got to find where we are. Gotta scroll all the way back down again because now it's hit Spotify. And by the way, if you want to listen to all these old episodes, uh, they're no longer on Spotify. And people always ask us with Luke and Lewis, where's the old episodes? These streaming, it's not us. These streaming services on their servers only hold, I think, 100 episodes because it's up to episode chapter 113. Um, I think it's because it loads fast or whatever. So if you want to go watch the old ones, either find the original RSS feed on Omni. Uh, you can search... Memos of a Black Eye or Luke Kidgel, it should come up. Or go on the YouTube channel, Luke Kidgel Podcast, which will not be taken down. If you want to go back and have a listen to this, the podcast will always be there. Because, um, yeah, I don't want to delete it because I kind of want it there for my records as well. I think I like to imagine that maybe when I'm like 50, I'll just go through and like listen yeah. to these and be like, what the fuck did you <laughs> say? It, it, I probably can't. I, I can't at the moment go back to listen to them because some of them I'd probably find it hard to listen to. Um, I went to Australia's most Instagrammable restaurant. Oh, the pink restaurant. The pink in place, Melbourne. yeah. Yeah, fuck that place. Yeah, not a fan. Um, Gamer Girl Bathwater. Is this where you started listening? I started listening a bit before that, but this is when I started listening like every week, sort of when I was getting real into it. One of my favorite episodes, actually, this whole time, and I still say this, probably like top three episodes for me, is the music episode I did I was with about Radio to say Mike. That was. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. For you, because it it's like great for everyone who fucking loves that music. Because never do you get to hear a podcast of people discussing pop punk for an hour and a yeah. half. Like, I don't think that, po- like, it probably exists maybe with pop punk artists, but like, just we really discussed it from quite a broad spectrum of like, this is what we like. But, you know, Mike and I have kind of different tastes in the genre as well. And um, yeah, that was like a well-loved episode by a lot of people. The uh, if you if you're into pop punk, pop punk music, it's episode 134, where we just talk about like 2000s music from like you know early Blink 182 to you know whatever's happening now. And I guess now there's been like a new wave in that genre with like Machine Gun Kelly and Young Blood and all these people are coming through. Um, this was a personal favorite. How do snails have sex? Um, I forget the answer, but from memory, pretty horny stuff. Um, this 136 was where the world gym started. Um, and I all of a sudden was a podcaster slash comedian slash radio host who then became the leader of a fitness revolution. Um, and I still shred out there today. I've, I will admit, I haven't got out there in Tasmania. When was my last world gym session? <sighs> Regrettably, Perth. I didn't even, even do in, anything when you were in on the Queensland. Like, uh, yes, I did go for a run in Cairns. Yes, I did because I uh, went for a run and I was I ran past Jared and stuff who were training for the um, Paralympics. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I did, uh, but it's been very busy since then. That was pretty funny. Do you remember the poo jogger? The lady who took a dump in Sydney on her run. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was back in the day, and it might be foreign for maybe young people, but back in back in our day, there didn't used to be anything worth talking about on the news. Like this is pre-COVID, pre-everyone fucking hating each other, pre-pretty much a world of constant strain on your life and negativity, right? So the news, and this is gonna I sound like an old person here, but the news used to do fun stuff. Like, report on people shitting in public. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when my podcast was really in its glory days, when I had gold like that to work with. And 
I think I was trying to st- stand by her in solidarity as I've also taken a poo on a run before. I'm not proud of it, but I confessed my poo sins on that podcast and titled it, I am the poo jugger. And I thought it would be better if, you know, like those scenes in movies where they're like, I am the murderer. And someone's like, no, I yeah, am yeah, the murderer. Yeah. And everyone confesses so no one gets in trouble. I wanted a situation where everyone who's ever taken a shit on a run before goes, no, I am the poo jugger. And, you know, but also like pretty fucking rude that she did that. <laughs> uh, getting fat shamed by a fat dog. How? I don't remember that. I think of maybe a pug looked at me weird. <laughs> we need to get back to some of this titling. Yeah. Very good. Uh, I moved out of home. By chapter 140, that was November 2019. This is just like a chronicle of my life. Yeah, it was around the time when I emailed you, actually. Oh, really? That was cute. Re-slid in and was like, hey, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little young media student. And I was like, please help. Um, and I think I... you oh, Yeah, you know what? <laughs> if that was the time you emailed me, that's hilarious. Because you edited the next yeah. episode. Because <laughs> I didn't do an episode between November 23rd and January yeah. 9th. <laughs> For some reason, I just took the summer <laughs> off that year. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> um, and there's a common theme of that threat, which is why we're going to take Luke and Meg a little more seriously, get a bit more of a team behind it. And that's why we kind of need... Uh, the, the, look, the first part, I'll be just losing money from it. That's fine. But I want to try and build up the Patreon in the first few months to a point where I can actually pay someone so we don't miss an episode. Like what we've done with Luke and Lewis, pretty much. Um... We had to break into our own home. Um, and then I think, oh man, there was one episode. When did I meet Meg? There's one episode where I remember I, I told this story and I just didn't want to mention Meg publicly yet because it was really new. Yeah. I think it was like I went to her sister's bachelorette party. Oh, like, okay. But it was like probably the second or third time we'd ever hung out. And I remember, I think I said my friend. Yeah. And I was like, I think we'd like kissed once or something at that point. I don't know. It was like really early on. Or that was the night we kissed maybe for the first time. I forget. But um, anyway, I think at the time, and there was also a few times on the radio show where like I'd have these stories. Well, could it be, could it be chapter 108 going to a stranger's hen's night? Yes, it was that. That was when I pretty much met Meg. Um. But, or maybe we hadn't kissed or something. Like, it was very early on in our relationship. And I remember at the time, I I didn't even know when I met. I don't know when I mentioned Meg for the first time on the podcast. Who knows when that would be. But I remember there was like three months or maybe six months even where we were definitely like seeing each other. But I was just like, I didn't want to bring her into the world of like thousands of people you know, knowing who she was or, and, and without her, with you know, without like being sure yeah. that it was like going to last. Cause like, you don't want to do that where you introduce a bunch of people to someone very close to you. And then you're like, Oh, we broke up two weeks yeah. later. Um, so I think I had to like wait a bit, but there, I remember those stories on the radio where often Lewis and I would be like, Luke's friend, <laughs> uh, said this. And I'd be like, yes, my friend, uh, <laughs> uh new shoes 2.0. Um, that was episode 176. Jeez, I've really um, skipped over a few here. I ran out of toilet paper. This must have been when the yeah, pandemic started when happening. Yeah, kicked in, yeah. Cancelled by coronavirus. That was when my comedy show got cancelled. And then pretty much the rest is fairly recent. And um, 
You know, I, I went off at the Easter Bunny. The Easter Bunny is an asshole. <laughs> was one episode. Um, that was when I started having weed wars. Uh, that was when I moved into that new place. And um, what's the worst place in Australia? I tried to create a definitive list of every shithole in the country. And um, I never actually spent that much time in Hobart. So um, might have to might have to update that list. No, it's not bad. It's growing on me. Right? It's not great, but it's definitely growing on me. I would have to put up, I don't know. Every place is good and bad. You yeah. know what I mean? I love a shithole yeah. though. Like I love going to Bundaberg. It's it's fucking awesome. Like everyone goes, oh, it sucks. But I'm like, have you been there? It's fucking awesome. Dude, I saw a Nissan Pulsar with neon down the bottom. <laughs> like it was like 2001 Nissan Pulsar that had done like 300,000 Ks and someone was like, time to, time to pimp this and ride. And the bloke driving it thinks it's the sickest thing ever. Oh, absolutely. Um, I locked myself out of my own house again. <laughs> Constant theme. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, this episode fucking uh, got a few people arcing up. I remember this. Milo is overrated. Change my mind. Oh, yeah. Probably my, my most controversial title to date, and I stand by it. It is a 7 out of 10, and anyone who disagrees has never had Nesquik eat dicks. That's it. Boom. What are your thoughts on that? You agreed. I agreed, you? yes. I think you mentioned it on yeah. that. Man, I think me and, me um, and Lewis were the only ones who agreed. Yeah. Well, it, it's. I don't get why people don't agree. It's. It's. If you need it, my argument was, and if people didn't hear that episode, if you need to dump that much Milo in your drink, like if you need four teaspoons of it to feel something, it's, it's not a, a fantastic product. You shouldn't need that much in your drink. I understand. My, I love a Milo as much as the next guy, but it's a seven. Um, I just think that the hype is too real. The return of fat birds. There must have been another fat bird incident. Um, ooh, this one. <laughs> Make bullying great again. <laughs> I remember that. That was when like oh, no. you... I think you must have started on TikTok or something. I think that was the early days of TikTok and... A lot of people on that app had never been told that they were insignificant and that their thoughts were shit. Um, and I think, I, I stand by that. I think there's, even going through that app still to this day, there's a few people in there that have never been told to shut up. Um, I mean, I've been punched in the face in Darwin, you know. I didn't, did I learn anything from that? Probably not, but it keeps you grounded. That's for sure. I mean, I haven't gone and run my mouth off at anyone since. Not that I was doing that in Darwin. I was trying to help a guy who was about to be bashed, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, long live Tiger Airways. Sad to see them go. My favorite airline. Um, people want to ban the barbecue. Fuck that. Jeez. Um, and then it just gets a bit sad. You know, Elon Musk forgot his own kid's name. <laughs> I finally met a crazy Karen. Lockdown is over, question mark. <laughs> what an optimistic <laughs> title. You know what? That question mark has aged fucking yeah. well, though. Like, is it? No, it's not. The mullet life chose me. That was when I got a mullet. Freedom is near, so we must have gone back into <laughs> lockdown. <laughs> Parks are the new pubs. That time, me and my friends got fucking blind in the local park, <laughs> and I rolled in at 5.30 a.m. because I heard a garbage truck drive by. <laughs> Um, oh, you know, I'm super jealous, dude. All my friends, because uh, you know how like Dan announced the roadmap for Melbourne back out of lockdown yeah. and the potential date was October 26th. They all planned a park pub sesh again. And 
I met her. I spent three minutes arguing with Meg <laughs> uh, if I could go back by myself and go to the park and have beers with the boys. And she said, no, I no, <laughs> you're going to get stuck in Melbourne. We have to be here. You won't be able to do your job. Um, and yeah, I lost that argument. <laughs> so I will not be at the park with the boys, but fuck. I have to wait till November because all my mates live nowhere near Club North where I am. So, oh, because it's still like a a twenty twenty kilometer thing or whatever. Yep. Damn it. Um, your star sign is a lie. That's a bit of a constant theme. Me just going off at chicks that enter horoscopes <laughs> this whole time. Um, my first gig and uh, I accidentally went on schoolies. Yeah, and then pretty much just oh, this one's good. One of my favorite titles, probably my favorite title ever. Uh, my editor thinks I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Reese saw a picture of me as a girl and was Oof. slightly aroused. And you know what? Can't blame no. him. I saw that and I went, "Who that?" <laughs> you know? Can I get a number? And I was like, "Oh, that's." Because I remember you made a poll on your Insta about it. <laughs> I remember you? you I said, for yeah, "Yeah, hot or not." And then I voted for myself, but also you voted for hot. And I was then discussing if that yeah, was going to be I a HR I, yeah. issue <laughs> moving forward. Um, I don't remember this. I witnessed a hate crime. <laughs> oh, that, I think... Oh, I, the, when the, a guy turned down Mr. Yeah. Brightside at a 21st. Yep. Yeah. Stand by that. I got bullied by 12-year-olds. That was when we got bullied uh, in on the way back from Aubrey by those kids. That was, this is my favourite era of the podcast. Oh, yeah. really? Hey, don't wank at work. <laughs> Uh, a monkey eating an egg on my birthday. That was when the animal noises yeah, started. because that was during the comedy festival and we were just so, like, delirious. And we were just running mm. out of shit to talk about. See, that's our favourite era of the podcast. I think that was when the podcast started to have a swift decline in quality. It was when we made the goal to go for an hour every week. Mm. Um, and then to fill the time at the end, we started putting in monkeys eating eggs. To fill the last 10 minutes. And that is absolutely how we will be ending the final podcast ever. Uh, Today we have a tortoise eating a dragon fruit (laughs) lined up for you all. And uh, mark my words, I've told Reese that he has to put in at least 10 seconds of the dad eating lettuce somewhere in there. But you're going to have to watch the whole thing to find out. (laughs) And that's been a constant theme as well over the uh, years of this podcast is wasting the listener's time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, 213 episodes of it. Think about all that fucking time if you've listened to every single episode yeah. that you will never get back. And I remember when we first started doing that animal, the animals eating fruit bit, we were getting, we were getting like emails and stuff like people saying, oh, I've just, I've been listening in my car while I've been driving to work and crap. Yeah. People were like, go, there was a cop behind me and I couldn't change, I couldn't go on my phone to change yeah. it. So, like, I listened to this monkey eat an egg for 10 minutes <laughs> while I was stuck in traffic on the Westgate. And if there was ever a place where it's fucking easy to just end it yeah. all, it's there. So, um, you know, I appreciate you all uh, listening, copying, putting up with my bullshit over the years. Um, there was a few other things I wrote down that we needed to touch on. One so, quick, that, yeah, that was we just... One quick oh, yeah, other bit was the famous Jacob Bad Boy. I love this. The way that ended was one of my favorite <laughs> shortly lived arcs of the show. So I had a 
guy whose Instagram was like Jacob Bad Boy or something like that. He was a twelve year old. He was like big fan of the podcast. It would be my what do you say? It would be my twelve year old dream. My twelve year old dream to be a guest on your podcast. And I put it to the listeners. I said, Hey, this show isn't for me. It's for everyone who listens. Should we get Jacob Bad Boy on the pod? And it was pretty controversial, but I think he won with a sixty percent uh vote because I I I didn't want to try and make people like sway people either way, but I did warn everyone and said it will be bad content. Not because it's Jacob's fault, because he's twelve and his brain isn't fully developed yet, right? And that's not his fault. Imagine if I did this podcast when I was twelve. Just like, yeah, so like today I learnt like the soldier boy dance <laughs> on the basketball court. It was pretty sick. Um I'm pretty sure when I was twelve I tried to kick a soccer ball so hard once in my Dunlop volleys. Um, this is how dumb I am. I almost broke, I think I broke my big toe, but I just never went to the doctor about it. I was like, you know, like in golf, when you like tee up the ball, right? You put it on a little thing. I put a soccer ball on a bit of wood that I was like, oh, put it on a tee and get some extra height on this kick. Right. So I teed up the ball on like this, uh, like a sleeper wall in the sandpit of my primary school. And I ran up and fucking cracked my big toe into the sleeper wall and almost broke my toe uh, in my, that was how I fucked up my third pair of Dunlop volleys at the time. And that's all the podcast would have been about. Actually, that sounds kind of sick. Just like me telling stories of like, yeah, so this is like, imagine those titles broke my volleys. (laughs) That's so awesome. I should have done a podcast back then. Should have had the foresight. Um, the, I mean, the Osh interview, I, I don't know. I already, I feel like I've already addressed it. I don't know where I stand with Osh. There will, there will be no episode 100, uh, 100 of this podcast. It breaks my heart to this day. Um, but that's the way it is. Um, I've lost Osh's respect, um, due to our (laughs) fan base pretty much harassing him on his Twitch bike riding streams. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the reason. I would love to say there's another reason, but that I think that's what just absolutely uh, soured that relationship. But I hope one day I can... Uh, I really respect Osha, actually. Like, his book's fucking great. I haven't read all of it, but I've read, like, the first half of it. I mean, I haven't finished a book in years, so that's no disrespect to Osh. I'm just not an avid reader. Um, I think he's a fucking interesting dude. I listen to his podcast a bit, and he's, like, a very level-headed... Uh, interesting guy and I think uh, maybe the funnies at the time uh, got in the way I, it's just you know what we're, we seem like we're very different people like yeah. he seems like quite a serious operator behind the scenes and because some people like if you were like oh everyone like go send kindness because that's what we told our, our audience on Luke and Lewis we're like send kindness to Osh and and messages about forgiveness so maybe he'll forgive us or something like that and um People were pretty good and they didn't say anything mean. They were just like, hey, Osh, I've been thinking about forgiveness lately. Um, I wonder if there's any people you'd like to forgive, you know, just like, <laughs> and then he just got, he started banning our names and his Twitch and stuff, which I don't know. Some people respond super well to that. They're like, oh, like playing along. I think he just was like confused by yeah. it and then was like, fuck this. I'm busy. I literally do five TV shows. And you know what? That's fair enough. Mm. He is a busy man, you know. The mask thing is not going to host itself. So, uh, yeah, so episode 100 was never done. Uh, the one final thing I need to address regarding the 
Fat Bird interview. So at the live podcast, we did find Peter Pigeon. However, people who have been listening to this podcast for quite some time now will remember, and regrettably, the audio was, the video was lost. At the time, it was just an audio podcast, I think. The audio was lost, but then I retrieved it. Unfortunately, oh yeah, that's right. It was only recorded on a USB, the interview I got with Peter Pigeon at the time, um, which is all anyone wanted to hear. But um, the world wasn't ready to hear it. Mm. And what do you think? Do you think I should let the people listen to the Peter Pigeon interview? Mm. It's a tough one, isn't it? Because I have it there still in the USB. It exists, obviously. And and a few people, and it, and it breaks my heart, some people over the years have been sceptical uh, over the fact that if, is there even an interview with Peter Pigeon? And I say, how dare you? Of course we interviewed a bird. He spoke English, idiots. Yeah. I don't know. It's a tough one. It is what people want. It is. Well, if, if it's what the people want... Well, to counter that point... <laughs> I'm just looking at the state of the world. I really thought about it this week. I, I thought long and hard and I gave it... I Don't worry, I didn't just brush this off. I thought, how's the world currently? Out of 10, sitting in a 1.5. Yeah. Not great. When we recorded the interview, the world was probably sitting in a 6 or a 7 and they weren't ready. So until the world improves, I deem the world not ready. There's already been... Too much in the news. Now, I know people probably, Luke, but we need a distraction right now. You know, almost a third of the country is in lockdown. Like, we need that. (sighs) Unfortunately, you are not a third of the world. The world doesn't need that at the moment. We still need to solve systematic racism. Actually, that's not true. Um, (laughs) Episode 13 of this podcast was titled, I Solved Racism. Um, (laughs) So we actually didn't, never mind, we covered that uh, pretty early on. I don't know why it's still going. I solved it in 2017. Oh. Why are people still being fucking assholes to each other? Get, a, get, a, get over yourselves, all right? We're all humans. We're all one. Um, except for those fucking neo-Nazi tradies. They're fucking assholes. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. The world's not ready. There's, there's people, too many people are divided. We can't even agree about Milo. So oh, how are we well. going to all enjoy this one Peter yeah. Pigeon interview together? You know, let alone, yeah, there's been the US elections. Think about how crazy this, when I started this podcast, Donald Trump was the former host of a reality TV show and just a guy that had a building and nothing more. Since this podcast has come by, Trump's just been president. The world's gone to shit. We are sitting here at what feels like a very dark moment in modern history, (laughs) ending this era going, fuck. Simpler times when we started. Yeah, mate, I mean, you, might, you, might have nothing, you might have nothing to come back to in Melbourne. I was, I was saying this in the Discord today, <laughs> in the Luke and Meg Discord, which you can join, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, everyone's posting all this shit and they're like, ah, oh. all my friends were just like, don't come back. Like, I don't even want to leave my house. Like, I'm embarrassed to be from Melbourne at the moment. Oh, yeah. I'm almost yeah. being like, yeah, I'm a Tasmanian. And that's <laughs> that's when you know something's gone yeah, bad. Really yeah. <laughs> When you're like, no, actually, I'm a, I fuck my cousins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> instead of being like, 
Yes, proud Melbourneian. Yeah, it's a shitty time to be from Melbourne. So, um, is there anything else we need to cover? Yeah, the world's not ready for the Peter Pigeon no. interview. Oh, so this is huge. We've already recorded this. We recorded this just before the episode start, but we uh, have a few loose ends to tie up before we end this era of the podcast. Uh, the Sound Tech of the Year competition. It has been close all year. We've had our front runners, uh, and today we decided uh, to get Brad, who Sound Teched. Uh, Shepparton and Ballarat, he is currently sitting at number two spot in this competition. Uh, we got him on uh, mainly because we love Brad here. He's a big fan of the show and he's been following the contest as it's been going on. Um, the full uh, segment with Brad will be available on Patreon. We literally recorded for 27 minutes just with Brad alone and this episode will go forever if we put it all in. So Reese is going to cut up our favourite moments of us talking about the Soundtech competition with Brad for you all now. But if you want to hear uh, the extended rundown, if you're a big fan of this segment, so if you're one of the three people that was enjoying this. If you uh, love sound text. <laughs> if you love AV, light operating and drama that comes with that, I would highly recommend you jump over to the Patreon because the full 27 minute. You know what? I actually said some things, uh, Reese, that I am going to ask you to cut out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I said so. some fairly insensitive things about a few people who were very, yeah. you know, worked very hard. Um, again, we don't speak about Wagga, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things where it's similar to the Peter Pigeon interview, the world's not ready. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's throw to that now. So this is us talking to Brad, where we finalise and wrap up the Sound Tech Competition of the Year. Brad, welcome to the podcast, mate. Mate, thank you. It is an honour. It, uh, it, <laughs> it, it's, it's an honour to uh, be back in the presence of what uh, clearly is, as everyone knows, uh, one of the top ranking Sound Techs of the tour. Uh, today, we are actually uh, finalizing and awarding the winner of Soundtech of the Tour. Now, currently, you are in second place. Um, and, that, and how does that feel? It, it must hurt, but it's also pretty, it's still pretty high. You know what? It's, it's not bad for a sound guy that's not actually a sound guy. So. Yeah, you just revealed own. this before on the Zoom. He goes, oh, you know, I'm not even a sound tech. I'm able to do video stuff. <laughs> yeah, video and fucking lighting and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which shows you the level of professionalism of comedy sound tech to uh, sound techs throughout the tour. So what, uh, what we wanted to do today, Brad, was just run through your competition because well, we've kind of been inconsistent on our end on even reporting on the sound techs <laughs> on the latter yeah. half of the tour. It was mainly hey, Reese's right. responsibility. Uh, yeah, because I didn't want to be off. biased. You know, I'm like, <laughs> look, it's not my thing. Reese has to work with them probably more than I do. Um, I was overseeing it to make sure Reese didn't make a shit call. Um, <laughs> I think uh, personally, Reese ranked Felix from Sydney too high. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, look, I think originally we rated Felix at top five. Looking back from the tour now. He doesn't even crack top 10 for me. I think at the he time was, it was just for the main purposes. He was <laughs> kind of funny. He was a bit of a no-nonsense operator. Yeah. Unlike Brad, who was just... He was he was the Doors guy, yeah? Yeah. The yeah. Door, yeah, yeah. Doors! <laughs> doors, get your Doors now! Now, what what is I've loved throughout this is Brad has been listening <laughs> intently week in, week out to see if he still holds the number two spot. <laughs> because I've... Yep. Yeah, look, it's... it's 
it's fucking game on, man. So, Brad, uh, you are probably the, you're the second sound tech of the tour. And <laughs> so you, uh, we thought, you set a really high bar. And I honestly can say pretty much no one came even close. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, set a dear. bar of you. Okay, Brad highlights and the reason why he's number two, if you just tuned into the competition right now. Okay. The reason why Brad is number two, we got some funky... Uh, walk-on lights. He helped decide Ooh. Ruben's walk-on track, Walking on Sunshine. I really hope he's still using that. I really do. <laughs> I hope he uses it next year on his own team. Oh, big time. Big time. Um, he just he just can't go back. Yeah, no. And, and it was your idea. You played it. <laughs> we're like, because we were trying like ACDC. I think you were playing back, back in black. black. Yeah, back in and black. And I couldn't even get the timing right. Of no. like, <laughs> um, and then you were like, Ruben, walk off stage. Let's try this. And you just hit play <laughs> on Walking on Sunshine. And that's the kind of creativity. And that, uh, song, it's, that song stayed for the rest stuck. of the tour. You Every know what? It's just did, he, he came corporate, out gigs, that. corporate gigs. It, it's like the corporate gig go-to. So you set a very high bar early. Now, look, let's uh, read list just before this. Sorry, mean list. What am I saying? Mean Reese <laughs> uh, just made a list and I've completely lost my phone. Um, there we go. Just before this started, uh, and look, going through it, we, I, mate, there were some forgettable names on here, Ooh. right? But, but there were also some classics. Oh, some yeah. Absolute classics. Some highlights of the tour were obviously Darren, who is currently, and I say currently, yeah. sitting in uh, the gold medal position from but Melbourne. But he does have quite a few shows. He had, we did 23 me. shows together. 22, actually. Exactly right, yeah. So that's but, a lot of loyalty. But that's a pretty fair advantage though because you know he's yeah, no. got the um, other gig adelaide uh we had it's written down as ginger dude uh because we forgot his name <laughs> but i would actually rank him top five rank him. I, I feel very rude for not remembering his name because i did a show with him last week <laughs> but you know sometimes that's a really good thing because you know techs are always in the shadows in the background so yeah. Big ups, you know. He kind of just did his job to the best ability, and we he had blended it in. After. He blended in. Also, yeah, on, he was on cool. the on the Adela- on the. We did three Adelaide. I did three Adelaide shows with him. Yeah, it was also a bit of a beer tech because every for every show he would bring me three beers. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you know, investing. Yeah, Reese. That's ranks- mega investing. That's the thing. It was investing because it was free. So you're literally <laughs> making money. Yeah, and, exactly right. Uh, not only that. Reese really like Reese essentially was the one doing the rankings originally, and I had to take over because yeah. Reese was no longer on the tour because he got stuck in Melbourne. But essentially, if you gave Reese free beers, he would pretty much put you top three, no matter the circumstances. Hundred <laughs> percent. So as soon as that happened, that bloke skyrocketed up the charts for sure. Uh, another standout was uh, Emo Aaron from Aubrey. Uh, very quiet. Uh, did look like Pete Wentz. Sort of dressed like it was 2010 MySpace days. Oh, look, I had to say this about Aaron because I think he did a great job throughout the night. He did leave without saying goodbye. <laughs> that's the, that's, yeah. That's, yeah, just, uh, that's just fucking uh, rude. Whereas Brad uh, <laughs> stuck around. And that, and yeah. that, well, and that shows did, in the I did have to pack up as well. So. <laughs> uh, Sydney, uh, Max, he was the DJing before the show. He was the guy who was mixing his pre-show tracks in with That's my show tracks so That's at one skills. point he mixed a biggie song with powder finger and i've never seen that being done before. 
that that's sick. That's cool. I yes. dig that. So I still think Max is top five. Yeah. Um, Newcastle uh, was Reese. I did Newcastle. Oh, hey! <laughs> My um, fierce rival. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna. I have to rank myself pretty low on it because um, I would agree. Because yeah. <laughs> all I did the I all, the sound taking I did through it was just through a laptop, and we had an auxiliary chord that was really bad. Mm. And for some reason, in between every song, it would skits out. So every time before a song would change over before show, I would have to come and quickly pause. Then it would start again. Yeah, it was just yeah. wasn't good. Look, he was Next working song. with the best with what he had. Mackay was a huge standout, and I rank him top five <laughs> just for vibes. He was the guy who'd met Ja Rule once. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, uh, Mackay. Uh, sorry, Ja Rule toured to Mackay once, and this guy did a DJ set opening for him. He was also pretty <laughs> pissed by the end of the night, which was a good amusement. Uh, Gold Coast dude, he got pretty drunk throughout the night, actually. <laughs> Isn't that just classic Gold Coast, though? Yeah, which yeah, is what 100%. I expect from the Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah. um, Townsville yeah. was Meg. Uh, she did a, she did a pretty good job, although she was running around trying to do merch as well. So she had a tough job. A few hats on. Few hats on. Whitey, uh, Uncle Whitey from the Discord. Oh yeah, legend. legend. Yeah, he uh, he did a uh, Launceston for me because their sound tech operator just didn't show up. Uh, and he, just, he was a last minute. Uh, edition. He bought a last minute ringing. He bought a ticket to the show, and then he's like, "I can do it." But um, Luke, you, Luke, you have left um, two people off. You haven't mentioned yet. Yeah. Oh, Jack your, and Simo. Your, your brother and Simo. <laughs> yeah, no, they're right down the bottom. They are. They didn't. They even, can't have been that bad. Oh, they just didn't even book a sound tech. They were like, "No, oh, we'll just order your PA. It'll be fine. We'll figure it out." And then they rock up. They've never seen a PA in their lives, and they're like, "Pretty sure this one plugs in here." And <laughs> By some miracle, it did work. Yeah, um, pretty good can-do attitude, though. Now, let's let's just rank our top five and conclude this, Reese. And you correct me if I'm wrong, okay? Yeah, I think we had similar. Let, let's start at five. All right, five. I want to put Max from Sydney, who did the DJing before, as in in the top five. Yeah. Yep. You agree with me there? I would agree. Ooh, would he would he okay. be my five though? Hmm. That's the thing. Well, that's that's what I'm asking you. Yeah. <laughs> Tough choices. Mm. Well, we don't have all day. So. <laughs> Reese, this is go. this is your luck moment. I know. All right. I'll go with Max for number five then. We'll go with Max. Okay. Who, who did you want? I was tossing up between number five between him and Emo Aaron. See, I... You're not going to be happy with me. Emo Aaron landed six for me. Ooh. All right then. All right. Actually, probably closer to ninth. I was being nice. <laughs> um, four, I had Ginger Dude from Adelaide. From, judging for, do look, we had a beer after the recent show that you weren't at, and yeah. we had a great chat. And he also he created a great atmosphere once again before the show and kept offering me beers. Yeah. And so, I'll, a serious investor. Yeah. Yes. I would have to completely agree with you on that because he did the exact same to me. Three beers, ranks high. Um, coming in at number third. Number three. Um, oh, it's really tough. <laughs> I've I, got my number three. <laughs> well, who's yours? <laughs> it just felt like... <laughs> it's not you, is it? No, no, no. It just felt like the complete meme of <laughs> Felix. 
<laughs> yes. The amount of joy he has brought to us throughout this whole thing, he's number three. You know what? You Felix, I don't know. Look, Felix will probably never hear this, and that's fine. But the amount of times, just as doors are about to open before the tour, where we all yelled, doors! <laughs> That did become a running theme of the tour. Yeah. And for that, geez, I was going to go in a completely different direction. Who are you going to uh, go with? I was just, I really like the hippie guy from Rockhampton. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, actually, no, I was going to go with Ja Rule, dude, because I thought backstage, it was one of the only shows where I was like, oh my God, Reese would be hating that he missed this. Yeah. Because his jar rule stories were perfect. There's two men that are obsessed with the Fast and Furious franchise. You are missing out, mate. Yeah. I was getting in-person anecdotes of that's... what jar rule is like when he's not squeezing titties. <laughs> well, that's why it's not in my top five, because I could not experience it. Yeah. Well, I was gonna put uh the jar rule guy in there, but I'm happy to put Felix in as number three. <laughs> you could also tie it. That's true. We could do it. Also, third. third. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's put Jar Rule. That sounds pretty deserving. And Felix. And because one was very professional and one was great hang. <laughs> now, we, here we are <laughs> in second place. Reese? Yes. My second place of the whole tour. And obviously, we'll rank him as we go along, but this is the final decision. Things can be changed. Yes, they can be. I will rank Darren from Melbourne as second place in a last minute switch. And I'll tell you why. There is one reason why. He couldn't turn the TV on. (laughs) Oh, no shit. One night I was on stage and the soccer, the Euros came on and 30% of my crowd turned around and started watching the soccer. And I was like, Darren, pull the power. he couldn't. He that Simo did eventually. Simo was just there watching the show that night. Eventually, my brother and Simo just yanked the power out. But, <laughs> yes. But Darren was, at first, he was like, I can't reach it. And I was like, <laughs> it was an absolute mess. And, and look, yeah. he, was, he made it up for it. He made up for it over the next 21 nights. But I like to think <laughs> if Brad was in that scenario, Ooh. he would have cut the power far quicker. <laughs> wow. What, okay, what would have you done in that situation? So I'm 30 minutes into my show and all of a sudden the TV just pops on. I would have just ran up there and turned it off. <laughs> oh, that, that's why Brad, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is, yes. has won the Sound Tech of the Year Award. Wow. This is the highlight Brad. of the year. <laughs> highlight of the year. It's wow. been a slow year. This it's is been awesome. a very <laughs> slow year. <laughs> wow. Um, reasons for the intro song and the confidence that you gave Ruben. He like, it was his first time ever opening, and I think oh, he's really? worried yeah. about his walk-on wow. songs. And you gave him the confidence he needed with Walking in Sunshine. And I just gave him a bit of sunshine. He did. And <laughs> the uh, the lights. It was the lights for me. And Oh, the lights, yeah. The, uh, the purple and yellow lighting look great in photos. And Good. we judge it on 70% vibe. And Brad, <laughs> I would love to announce that your vibe has been fucking on point. And your, your constant interest in the competition has really bumped it up oh, in my yeah. books as oh. well. 
Mate, hell yeah. And you know what? When he when he found out he was second, I like that you were fucking ropeable about it. <laughs> <He was. laughs> yeah, we're getting bombarded with messages. You are not a happy chap. Um. So yeah, that a concludes... little bit competitive. Oh, oh, very much so. And you probably the only person who took it seriously. Um. Here's the thing, Darren's stories were so good, man. Like he worked at Hillsville Sanctuary. And he you often was that. like, yeah, man, I held a koala today. And I was like, oh, good luck, Brad. I'm like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every, every time we came in, he had a new story to tell us. That's impressive. One day he came in and was like, I was on Triple J yesterday. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> tell us. And he told us this great story about him jumping on air and he did this thing about him working at Hillsville and stuff. And I was like, geez, oh. Brad must be quaking in his boots, but upon reflection, and thanks to that TV, um, <laughs> Brad that has such a curveball. So um, that concludes the Sound Tech of the Tour competition for wow. 2021. I think next Bombshell. year, just due to uh, popularity and interest in the competition, it will be behind a paywall exclusive to <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> However, it was great nonetheless. I think it was Reese and I's favorite segment during. Um, yeah. And don't worry, it has its fans. I just don't know if we've hit a broader appeal. Uh, only because this segment was drawn out for six months, I think. I feel like there was a lot of momentum early. And then towards the end, I kept forgetting to learn the Soundtex names. I was doing like six shows a week. And I was like, this is, I can't keep up. Well, but at least the people that you do like remember were unreal for their yeah, they like, stuck works out. and shit, you know? Exactly. Uh, and um, so, yeah, Brad, thanks very much for joining us, mate. It's been a pleasure and Thank congratulations. You. What an achievement. Thank you. This must be one to put on the resume, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, mate. It's, it's just going to get so crazy busy now. Yeah, <laughs> hit Brad up if you need him. Genuinely, yeah. actually. Can, can you plug your business? Uh, yeah, uh, diverse audio visual events. Dave, for short. Hit him up. Um, hit him up. All right, that's the end of the Soundtrack competition. Thank you very much for joining us, uh, Brad. Sweet legend, cheers. There you bloody have it. Brad took it out. Uh, Soundtrack of the year. Huge stuff. Uh, Brad was bloody psyched about that <laughs> he was. Um, and very thank you Brad for doing that uh, very available and very free as someone who works in the entertainment industry at the moment Jeez, uh, it's fucking rough man it's so hard to like this has been the one thing that's been the challenge over the last two years of especially doing this show is trying to find light in what is like a, <laughs> always like because even after you do fun things like that the conversation is always like, oh man, I hope you're doing all right. Like yeah. with all those people. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I hope we've given you something to look forward to, especially over the last couple of years uh, when things have been shit and you've been away from your loved ones and stuff like that uh, to look forward to every week. I've been, you know, obviously it's been inconsistent over the years, but we do try our best. I, the amount of times we are, even now we're still like, I'm just uploading shit all the time to race and race is like, have you sent that through? And I'm like, the upload failed. I'll try again. <laughs> and that's just been the last like few months. It's yeah. Absolutely sucks. But um, it is what it is and there's nothing we can do about it. So uh, is it also feels like a weird way to end it. It's like it does. me and Hobart in an, air, in an Airbnb and you are like over Zoom. It's like, this isn't how I thought it would end. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd end like smashing a beer 
uh, and maybe do it at a pub in Surface Paradise at a live event. You know, that's one thing I think I want to change about Luke and Meg is we never did a live podcast of this other than the yeah. Fat Bird one. I always felt like it would be weird, me just up there talking shit. It'd feel like in my... Because like, that's what I do in my stand-up show and I always felt like it would be like a just a, just a bad stand-up show. <laughs> so that's why I guess I never really did it. But a few people used to ask me for it. Back in the day, I could, I should have done it. I could have had guests on and stuff, but that's right. Hopefully, we can change that in the future with Luke and Meg, where we do some live events. You know, because um, I know like people want to see Meg kind of do her thing, and because she doesn't do stand up and stuff, I think it would be cool. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So we might do something like that. But again, so Luke and Meg, we don't know when it's going to start yet. I, we, that's why we put off announcing Luke and Meg for so long. We decided this like three months ago. Well, I decided it, um, but I guess I decided it with. Reese and Meg and, and the audience as well with people in my Discord. Everyone was kind of pro the idea. So uh, we put off on saying anything for ages because we didn't want to announce it too early. But now it's come to a point where I desperately need a holiday. I kind of want to reset everything uh, from a business standpoint because my brother's just come on board full time working for me. Reese is now like working for me properly. Um, Meg is and stuff. So... We just need a few, give us like a couple months to restructure things and get thing, get the ball rolling and we'll be back literally better than ever uh, with Luke and Meg and it's going to be a fucking sick, dude. I'm so excited. It's, Hell yeah. yeah. And Reese is still going to be on it Um, and it's, you know, we're still going to, don't worry. And and I feel like guys might be a little bit concerned, like, is it just going to be for chicks now? That, not the case. There was still Reese and I there. You know that we're we're currently smashing beers, and that will never change. Okay, um, and also Meg will be there smashing beers too, probably. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I'm excited because it will appeal to a broader audience. I mean, mm. judging from my shows, like to give you guys some kind of perspective, you can see in some of the ticketing services that we use what the gender demographic is on uh, some of the mm. shows, and. 73% of tickets purchased at most shows were female. Um, and yeah. I don't think that reflects the audience of this podcast, which is about 50-50, maybe, probably 60-40 male split. Um, but I really wanted to do something. Like, I don't really have any content of everything I do. Like Luke and Lewis, yes, a lot of girls listen to it, but on all our analytics, it's like 70-30. It's a bloody boys club out there. It's us <laughs> laughing at farts, mainly. That's pretty much <laughs> the show. And that's what it always has been on radio. And, and I never want to change that. So I wanted to do something that had a little more broader appeal. Because um, I'm also not often... I can be one of the girls. You know? I, I can talk about... <sighs> dogs? I don't really know what girls <laughs> talk about. But you know, I'm just not like a manly yeah. dude. Like I'm, the, I'm never like... I'm not one of those comedians that like has a real big tradey audience. I think it's crazy like when... Sometimes like, what do you do with yourself, mate? He's like, carpenter. And I'm like, okay, that bloke's with his girlfriend. There's no way he likes me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's always the girlfriend who uh, brings him along. So, yeah, I just wanted to do something a little more broader appeal and something that I'd actually be excited to wake up and do. Not that this that sounded fucking really negative. <laughs> it's just, I'm a, as I said last episode, I'm a very collaborative person. And that's why I brought Reese into it as well. I'm like, man, I need someone in the room to like feed off. And I'm better at it just comedically. When you have like an extra couple of seconds to think, like you, it's just better and I find it more fun. Like you can either make a better point, you can make a better joke. 
you have that extra couple seconds, you know, just blurt out the first thing you fucking think of, uh, which I know there is a lot of appeal to that, but also I do waffle a bit, as I'm doing now. The point is, uh, Luke and Meg coming soon, uh, either late this year or if it's not late this year, we'll launch it in January for sure. I'll be back in Melbourne by then and we'll have a studio and, you know, whether that be the finished studio, we will launch it regardless. Um, so when you see the social media launch for that, there'll be a Luke and Meg YouTube channel, a Luke and Meg Instagram. Get the fuck around it. Smash. Go follow on TikTok. Yeah, or you can already go follow it on TikTok. Uh, we will post about it there when we launch all the new stuff and let's make this thing as big as possible. And if you want to hear from us between now and then, whether it's the end of the year, uh, jump on the Patreon. It's $7 Australian a week because it's like in US. So it's $5 US a week. Um, so it's like seven bucks. Oh, sorry. No, not a week. It's sorry. That's, it's not fucking, <laughs> it's $7 a month. So it's not, yeah. Even, yeah, fuck, it's not that expensive. God, it's, uh, seven bucks a month. Um, and we do a podcast weekly and we're on the discord. If you want to go upgrade to that tier as well, all the time talking shit, there's boys club, there's girls for Meg, there's general chat, there's flex chat. Um, oh, this is like a few good flex chats in there lately, actually. Um, Whitey, Uncle Whitey of the Discords dropped the fucking fattest flex I've ever seen in there. He became a uh, member. He's a VIP. He got classified during the week as a VIP by Wheat Bix. It's like rub it in, champ. You know? God, Sanitarium acknowledged you. That's my dream. Um, I just want a free cricket set. But So, yeah, uh, get in there. It's a lot of fun. Um, if that's And that will help us. And also... If you're thinking like, where's the money going throughout that time? All the Patreon money over the next three months is so essential because we'll be buying new equipment. We're building a studio. We already have like drafts done up. We have to get a photo shoot done, blah, blah, blah. Um, there's a lot of extra costs that come with launching something new. Um, so that's where your money will be going. It'll be going straight back into our next thing, which will be Luke and Meg. Uh, and straight into Reese's pocket, huh? For all the bloody hard Woo! work he does. So... <laughs> Um, yes. Oh, I know this episode's going forever, but part of me is like, I don't want to end it, you know, <laughs> but, um, we need to wrap up in the investing segment of the tour. Cool. We do. Uh, we went on a quest at the start of this tour to find the best investments all around the country of happy hour deals at pubs, bars, and not really clubs. I'm pretty anti-club at this point in my life. I'm 25. Grow up. You know, you can't be, you don't want to be the 30 year old dude at a nightclub. That's not cool energy. When was the last time you went to a club? Oh, <laughs> probably, no, probably in Geelong. Oh, when we went to with Devlin. Yeah. 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 But that was like, we were, uh, regional clubbing's different. If you go there to kind of suss it out and see what it's like. Yeah. Um, that was like half bar, half club at Lammy's. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not much of a club, club guy. More of a pub. Yeah. You're more of a go to a metal music festival and drain like 12 (laughs) beers and then never speak of it again kind of guy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's racist style. Um, I would say uh, the definite highlight uh, investment of the tour, and I'm so sad that Reese couldn't uh, experience this with me, was sent in by Jacinta, who I actually met in uh, Mackay. She came to my show. Fucking legend. Regular listener of this podcast over the years. Um, The $9.90 jugs at Magnum's in Airlie Beach. Holy shit. She was true to her word. Uh, 4X or 
there was Great Northern Super Crisp. I went oh. with Four X because that's full strength, and I ain't, I ain't a fucking coward. Uh, I'm not drinking <laughs> that that mid strength bullshit. Um, so yeah, and it was man, Four X grew on me over the Queensland leg. I think, oh, <laughs> keep that in flex chat, mate. Reese has just uh, flushed up. <laughs> He, in his recent adventures to Dan Murphy's, which is probably the <laughs> highlight of his week at the moment. <laughs> uh, he, uh, of every slab of Great Northern he buys, he gets a free cooler bag, a Great Northern banded, like, shit esky. Um, and I've never seen him more excited about anything before. <laughs> He's got two now, and every time he gets one, he sends a beer picture and goes, oh, he got another one. <laughs> what... <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do with him? If you get three, can I have one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, make sure you give one to your dad, one to yourself, and then one to me. Great. Yeah, done. Great. Well, that's good business, ladies and gentlemen. That's how you get ahead in life. You just got to ask for things. Um, so, yeah, that was the best investment of the tour. We went there. It was a great night. It was probably one of the yeah i didn't really drink too much throughout the tour because i you know it gets silly if you you know mm. you drink every night after a show and stuff so i we didn't go out too much but uh yeah we did definitely invest there and that was good fun um another one was another one wagga was good wagga was good remember wagga oh yeah that was good yeah you were there there was like six dollar oh you know what yeah that was six dollar schooners or something and you, you, you asked like the barmaid, you're like, you thought she'd stuffed it up? Yeah, that was how good of a deal it was. She gave me back a bunch of change and I was like, this girl can't do maths. And she's like, no, that's just drinking regionally. And I was like, fuck, I'm being ripped off in the city. <laughs> um, one of my, oh this, oh, this steamed me off. I didn't tell you about this. In Adelaide, um, their drink size system is different. So pints there are schooners. And their pints are called Imperial Pints, which, yeah, Adelaide are doing their own thing. And they don't know. Like, people who grew up in Adelaide never really been out of it. I was talking to one of my mates days in the Discord, Darcy, right? Um, Fucking legend. We were talking about it. And he's like, wait, so what's your pint? I'm like, it's we just call everyone else. I'm like, it's not just we. It's everyone else calls your imperial pints pints he's like what it blew his mind because i thought they were had good investments for the i'm stupid dude for the first two days i saw this thing it was like oh eight dollar pints of draft at the venue i was doing i was like fuck this is amazing i was like get around this so i got one and then i was drinking and i was like oh this is a schooner uh, but you yeah. know like those long glasses and sometimes the pints can be really you can get a long pint glass Oh yeah, and yeah, I kind of yeah. thought, oh, maybe I'm just have a really shitty perception of uh, milliliters, and I was like, maybe it is a pint. I got another one, and I was like, I think she's giving me a schooner again. And I go to Meg, I was like, I ordered a pint. She keeps giving me schooners, and then Meg goes, she grew up there, like you know, she was born there, so she kind of knows Adelaide a bit more. She goes, no, 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 the, their their drink sizes are different, and I felt fucking betrayed. I was ordering pints all night, getting schooners, think I was getting this mad deal, and I was just getting schooners all night for a perfectly reasonable, normal price. So anyway, <laughs> that wasn't good investing. But uh, I think what I have learned, and this beer right here is the best example of this. And if I can leave you with anything, obviously, you know, it's the last episode, i got to leave you with some piece of advice that lasts you for three to three months or two months, however long it is. Um, nothing is free 
everything has a soul cost, no matter the <laughs> price. This is the thing. We go, oh my God, $9.90 pints, uh, sorry, jugs. And we're like, this is unbelievable. You get there, it's 4X or, or, or mid strength. And you're like, okay. Not the, the, you know, it's not everything's perfect. A great example, I went to the uh, bottle shop, the BWS in Hobart, to buy these beers to have with Reese on this episode, right? Uh, and I went to like, the, you know, the some section and I thought I went to the domestic section, but I don't think this is even a Tasmanian beer. I thought it was, but then upon reading it, it's definitely brewed in New South Wales. And I was <laughs> thought, oh, $10 for a, um, for a six pack. What a, what an investment. Uh, and I thought, oh, cause it's domestic, it's a local beer. They can probably make it for cheaper. That's why it's not as expensive. So I went it, went to the thing, I bought it. Ten bucks. I'm having the best day ever. That's like one dollar fifty a bloody beer, or one dollar sixty a beer or something. So this is great. And then um, I open it, put it in my mouth. <sighs> Fucking got ripped off. This, they like, dude. It's called ultra dry. It should yeah. be called. This will leave you parched after one sip. <laughs> You have a sip. Yeah, you, te- you texted me about this like as soon as after you got it. I was fucking it. angry. It was yeah. not good beer, but that's all right. It's fine. Um, and it's a good lesson in life. You know, everything comes at a sole cost, no matter the deal. You get what you pay for, in other words. Um, so, yeah, it's been a very good tour of investments. And just before we wrap it up here, I want to say a few thank yous. The first thank you uh, is to Reese. Thank you very much, mate, oh. for making this show possible for the last 80 or 90 or so episodes. No, thank you, mate. Thank you for, as a fan, someone who started out as a fan and as a listener to eventually become involved with it. It's very cool. So thank you. Oh, it's been a pleasure. And this is, guys, this is just the beginning. All right. Um, Reese, <laughs> we're not going anywhere. We're just shifting gears. No. Um, and pretty much, I don't know. Part of me still thinks like, fuck, why go with a podcast? You know what it is? Maybe it's just like there's something inside of me where I'm like, I don't even fucking sometimes care about what I'm talking about. (laughs) 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 So like, how would anyone, part of me thinks like, you know, man, I think I'm better off in a conversation. I think that's where I thrive. Yeah. I don't think I'm a, like, I think on stage, I like being solo. I think me just talking by myself is, I feel like sometimes I'm just like, yeah, I feel like big private school energy going, people fucking mm. need to hear what I say. Just a white dude talking shop with, you know, with the boys. And it's yeah. it's fun, but sometimes I'm like, wouldn't it be good to maybe offer like a different perspective on something? Um, no, but I'm pretty sure the people in Discord will vouch, will vouch for this. Like the, the episodes of Luke and Meg that you guys put up there are so good. It's going to be the shit. Oh, yeah, dude. Like every yeah. <laughs> that was like everyone was like no <laughs> offense and I was like trust me I'm not offended I agree they were like we like Luke and Meg so much more <laughs> mm-hmm. Luke and Meg's fucking funny it is it's just like yeah. I don't know Meg's we're we're definitely a, a strange couple we're in the sense that she we're also kind of just best friends and as Reese is mm. Reese too is with us and do you ever feel like you're third wheeling at all like I think you might have at the start but then I think you realize like oh this is a bit not ri- oh. maybe right at the start but like when we were up in like Queensland and shit last time not really I mean there was a <laughs> no. time in the spa where um, <laughs> I think I, I made Reese feel uncomfortable on purpose but that's that's what I do for my own <laughs> um, I was just like Reese 
can you look away? We're trying at the moment. All right. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just like kiss like Meg in front of Reese and he gets fucking so uncomfortable. I'll just, I bet I only do it to piss him off. I'll just like, oh, Meg. And the Reese is like, can you stop, please? <laughs> it's like when you see your parents. It's a, it's a work Yeah. It's like when you see your parents kiss, you're like, oh, fucking stop. Like, yeah. It's, weird. it's a work environment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we have like something super weird and super unique. And I think, uh, Meg is, has a strange mind and I'm actually keen to explore that publicly, uh, on record and <laughs> just fuck man, it's going to be so much fun. I'm very keen. And yeah, if you want to go catch up, there's a whole back catalog. I think there's like 40 episodes you can go listen to on the Patreon. So I'd highly recommend you get on there. It's once a week. It's going to fill that void of when we're gone in your life if you need it. You know, if you need me, like, look, I fucking, I don't know what I'm going to do. All right. Just buy two less coffees this month and you'll be okay. Um, and you'll be able to afford it. Uh, and the other thank you is thank you to all the guests who have come on the show over the years um jared clifford frenchy lewis uh i'm gonna like miss his people the fairbound boys uh saint lane joseph green i'm gonna miss people and now i feel bad um so many great guests and um <laughs> i think neil kohaka has been on the show Hacker, i just yeah. i'm trying to not <laughs> leave people out but fuck i'm gonna there's been a lot of guest episodes um and the final thank you is to you. Not you, Reese. All right. The people no, the, the people back. listening. <laughs> I thought you were like, I've got another thank you. No, the listeners. No, the you, listeners. you celebrated like, oh, fuck, I'm crushing today. I've got two thank yous. <laughs> no, the listeners. Uh, the listeners. Yes. Uh, obviously, this podcast would be the saddest shit <laughs> Ever, if you weren't listening to it, imagine if I was just like, oh, I think I'm dying, but I was just screaming to no one. You know, oh, I think I'm going blind. The nut sucks on the Gold Coast. I've been shot in the dick at paintball. Yeah, I got shot in the dick at paintball, but I'm just screaming into the abyss. So I appreciate you guys. And dude, the, everyone who's participated over the years, send in, send in an email, send in a DM. People have made fan art. Like that. I've still got things in the background at home that people have made me at shows. I'll never forget the first ever gift I got was when I was opening for Lewis and a girl knitted me a fat bird. And I still have it to this day because <laughs> it's the first ever gift anyone ever gave me. There's just shit like that over the years has been uh, very surreal. And I think it's so weird that you get to watch me uh, kind of achieve I then I kind of achieved my dream that I set out to at the start. Yeah. Uh, throughout the time of this podcast, I think I said very early on, man, I'd love to do a theater one day, and um, recently I did that. So I feel like I've kind of this feels like a nice stage to end it. I feel like this is going to be now the early days of my hopefully uh, long comedy career. Um, depending on not if something I've already said previously in this podcast gets me canceled. Um, you know, there's a lot of fun facts over the years. <laughs> well, it'll be for a week. That's right. fine. Yeah. The world will forget about it. I'll be like egg boy. Um, so yeah, uh, this will be like a cool first chapter to go look back on and what's to come will be fucking sick. Cause this year everything changed with TikTok, the amount of people coming to shows and, um, yeah, hopefully I get international. I know I've been saying that for years. I was supposed to come back. Uh, I was supposed to go over to the UK in 2020. However, that didn't happen. Um, so, yeah. 
I know there's a lot of international people. I reckon that's like 20% of the people listening to this podcast is international listeners. So thank you to all yeah. the people overseas that have listened to an Australian white boy talk about his feelings uh, for four years. Um, that's very kind of you, and I hope you enjoy the ride. And even if you came in three weeks ago, fuck, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> you're like, man, I'm kind of digging this podcast. <laughs> And then it just ends three weeks later. <laughs> um, but yeah, whether you're new, old, I appreciate you. And I hope to see you over at least trial Luke and Meg, even if you're bloody skeptical. I mean, it's the same shit. You're just going to... It. Yeah, it's me with like a fu- person just as funny uh, that is Meg and way weirder. She's f- uh, For example, can we actually cut in the clip right now of when I announced... This is what happened on the po- on the Patreon podcast when I announced that we were doing the Luke and Meg podcast publicly. <laughs> Listen to this. Point is. Yes. Announcement time. Announcement time. Luke and Meg is becoming an actual podcast. <laughs> oh, and I farted. All right. <laughs> so that's a bit of a teaser of what's to come. Uh, a lot of Meg flatulence and a lot of laughs. <laughs> uh Guys, that's the end. Thank you very much. Um, I don't know what else to say. I don't have anything else to say other than you're the best. I cannot thank you enough. I know I've said thank you a million times, but this has been uh, such a fun thing to do over the last four, four, five years now. And I hope to see you in the future. This is not the end. This is the start. Please don't cry. And uh, yeah, see you later. Enjoy a tortoise eating a dragon fruit <laughs> with a snippet of dad of a dad eating lettuce. See ya.